the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Everything is at stake. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to help our world through this crisis. Episode number 21. The Magic of the Crossroads. Phoebe confronts Gilligan. Phoebe hurried along Main Street as if she were late for a wedding, swinging her right leg awkwardly and bouncing along. She crossed to the other side and continued on with the apple orchard on the slope to her left. At High Street, she climbed the hill lined with apple trees and slowed down in the shade of the sycamore trees lining a long cornfield. She needed to cool off. This rush is ridiculous. It doesn't matter when I show up. And the store is probably closed anyways. I'm just afraid Gilligan will be there and say, No, not enough money, or No, the store is sold. The trouble is, I've got no plan B. That's what I'm afraid of, but I have to try. The toy store may be the smallest of the small things in this universe, but it's my small thing. And the green man said, every small thing matters. The image of George flashed back into her mind. Oh no! What about George? If I get the job that he lost, how can I even speak to him? Well, I don't have time to worry. There's the church, and I'll be at the toy store in a few minutes. Phoebe reached Bridge Avenue and took a right. She sat for a minute on a bench in front of the office at the Middletown Standard the venerable and only local newspaper. Nearby sidewalks were all deserted. Her tension grew. She could almost touch it, the magic of the crossroads. No one can know that moment in advance. It must be lived. Suddenly, She heard the roar of a huge 18-wheeler coming up Hobart Avenue behind her. It turned right on Bridge Avenue and passed directly in front of her. She wondered if the colossal truck could make the turn on the narrow street. The cab bounced one wheel up over the curb in front of the church and straightened out to finally roll to a stop in front of Scudder's Market, taking up more than a whole lane. She read the words on the enormous container as it went by. Arma, Agricorp. What is Arma Agricorp? Do we need it? We're surrounded with farms. All the nice little things are getting wiped out. But not today. 
I'm going to save the toy store right now. She took a deep breath and pushed herself across the street and up the sidewalk. <gasps> the store, it's open. The famous Potato Heads toy store occupied a building that had been a stable long ago. It was built around a small courtyard with two narrow wings reaching the sidewalk with display windows. The front door was in the main section of the building, set back from the street by a courtyard paved with flagstones. Phoebe ignored the windows and marched through the courtyard and into the store. Gilligan was sitting behind the counter, reading a book. His pants and shirt looked a bit rumpled and his goatee a bit scraggly to the critical eyes of Phoebe. The store was empty of customers. Uh, hello? Gilligan's eyes opened wide. Hey, Phoebe Hood. Welcome to the store. Great to be here. Phoebe felt stiff, almost numb. I'll bet it's changed since you used to be around here so much. How do you like it? Well, basically, of course. I like it very much, but... Gilligan stared at her with his mild, watery blue eyes and became aware that some unpredictable change was brewing around him. Yeah? Well, uh, I would like to work here. I see. There was a long silence, almost unbearable to Phoebe. Suddenly, Gilligan waved his arm, indicating the large, empty space before them. I'm sorry, Phoebe, but as you can see, we have no customers. There's very little to do. Maybe things will get better over the coming month, but I'm not very hopeful. Why don't you come back in a few weeks and see how we're doing then? Uh, uh, a few weeks? She stared at Gilligan in disbelief. I can help you, you know. I'll bring you customers. Gilligan found it difficult to meet her eyes and look down. I'm sorry, but, you know, we don't have much money. Phoebe continued to stare at him in mounting anger. Well, if the store were more interesting, more people would come in. Her eyes bored in upon Gilligan, and he finally looked back, growing angry in turn. Well, we can't all be like your parents. I'm doing the best I can. Phoebe paused and looked at this new side of Gilligan, feeling the first glimmerings of sympathy. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snap. It's just that I'm so eager to work. I have my heart set on it. Just let me try it for a week. I won't ask for money. I'll work for free. Well, that's hard to refuse. I do need help. Things haven't been going so well lately. That store just opened in Half Moon. They're taking all the business, and things weren't great to start with. I'm ready to start. You won't regret it. Where should I begin? There's no customers. You'll have to think about what needs to be done. Okay, I'll do a few things. Maybe 
redecorate the windows, make signs, advertising a sale, announce a new activity, create something in the courtyard for this beautiful weather. I'll do something special with the book section. Now that the old professor's bookstore is gone, hopefully there's more children's books still in the basement. I'll make a library where children and parents can sit and read. I hear Rose and Rob have groups of kids at the preschool this summer. I'll call and invite them for a visit. Gilligan stared at her and waited to see what would happen. And so, Phoebe got to work, feeling almost as if she were dreaming. Mother around us, 
Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, www.protectorsofthewood.com. And to all the eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.